There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, thanks for hanging out with us here. Before the new year, we've got about a week left of this year, and you know what? It's going to be a fun week because we've got Lori and a special guest with us all week long. It's Brittany Witch. Yes, queens, uh, plural. <laughs> I'm so lucky. I've literally, this is, it's funny. So my school semester ended. Um, I don't want to brag. I got two A's. Everyone's talking about it. And, uh, yeah, what can I say? Because I'm 35 going back to school. Hey, <laughs> Should be you. getting good grades. But anyways, um, this is the highlights of my week is coming here because I do nothing. So it's so funny. I try to, like, take at least two minutes after you guys text me to make it look like I'm not that desperate. But as soon as you guys are like, can you work this? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Well, yes, it is fun. It's stupid it's fun. fun. It yeah. Don't tell any of the people here because then they'll quit paying me. But right. right. It's, I would come for free for It's the best job in the world. Yeah. It's, like, the most fun. Okay, so um, did anyone see... Okay, so you tried watching The Matrix this weekend. Grant, yeah, couldn't get through it. It's it visually stunning for the what I from what I saw, but again, not my story. And like Holly said last week, they really kind of tell you everything in the beginning and bore you with the old story before they even get to the new story. So you're in for a lot. Yeah. Well, here, I mean, it is. It's the sequel no one wanted. No one went to see. Oh. Roger Friedman said it is dead on arrival. Uh. Because uh, no one really went to see it. It had five days with 22 million. The last one was 18 years ago. Critic rating is 64. Audience is like 66. That's rough. So I guess it's just you either love it or hate it. So anyway, I feel bad for Keanu. I do too. That's funny. It's like. He he's the only one I'm like, oh, I hope he's okay. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, but he'll be just fine. fine. But he's a gem. He is a oh, gem. Yes. And I didn't see being the Ricardos yet or don't look up. But both of them, wow, people either seem to love those movies or hate those two movies. I can't decide if I want to watch Being the Ricardos because I have seen such like visceral reviews for them. It, and I I can't I have so many good memories of watching that with my Aunt Myrna. Um, okay, this is my one friend who did see it. Okay. And this was her review about being the Ricardos. She said, she said, I wished I didn't know about Lucille Ball. Okay. 
Okay. The story behind it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I like, really know, know her. Yeah. She said that it, for her, she thought it found it. To, we need anyone to call us if they did. I, yeah. I know. never ask people please, to call. And please I, step yeah. up, everybody. 651-641-1071. If you've seen Being the Ricardos, come on, give us a call. I know that we're supposed to be doing a job, but we need you guys. We, we need you guys. Um, my mom was going to watch it yesterday. She got outvoted and they watched Don't Look Up. I couldn't really get a review out of her. Okay. My brother said he was busy in the kitchen and he'd have to watch it again. Tom and Lorenzo, two fashion people that I um, love and adore, this is what they tweeted about Don't Look Up. I didn't think it was possible for such a thing, but it was Meryl Streep's obnoxious performance wow. that got me to turn off that awful movie. That's Whoa. about Don't Look Up. <laughs> and then here's one on Being the Ricardos. The script is dreadful. The direction is horrible. The performance are ca- a catastrophe. And Nicole Kidman is devastatingly bad. Now, I've heard the exact opposite. Yeah. At least I'm being the Ricardos. I've heard both sides of it, absolutely. You have, yeah. Like, yeah, I've heard positive. I've heard more negative, but that also might be like what the venues I'm getting them from. Right. Um, But I have heard people talk. That liked it. Really liked it. I it's kind of like Sex in the City right now, where it's yeah. like people love it or they hate it. Yeah, I know it. Boy, after the fourth episode. Would you? Are you still in? I'm going to watch it, but boy, gloom and doom. I know. Um, I really like that realtor. And oh, when, yes. When, um, from, she was in Homeland and yeah. then the House of Sand and Fog. She's a great actor. She's great. And when Carrie got all upset at her, I was really happy because sometimes Carrie can be the villain. Yeah. Um, and I really was happy that the, then she called her out. She called her out for you for still trying to get out there and get a man. Yeah. And yeah. I loved that because yeah. I think there's a lot, that was a real, a real good moment. It was. Yeah. Do we have somebody grant? Look at, we have people actually oh, yeah. calling. The phones are lit <laughs> up oh right now. So we can talk to Kathy first. We've got Vicki, Chris on okay, the line. Kathy, too. are you ready to be a movie critic? Hi, Kathy. Oh, hi there. Hi. <laughs> What what movie are you going to tell us about? Um, Being the Ricardos. Okay. And I just watched it today. All right, good. You're and fresh. I'm I'm a huge, huge I Love Lucy fan, and I knew everything about all this scandal that happened with Lucy before I even watched it. Uh-huh. And I really, really liked it. Okay. I okay. really liked it. Um, I thought Nicole Kidman did really well, and I can't remember the guy who... Heavier. Guy's name, Heavier Birdem. Yeah, and, and he did a really good job. But, um, and, and I wasn't disappointed um, because Lucy is very different than Lucy Ricardo. Right. Lucy, Lucille Ball is very different. But the ending, the ending um, left me surprised. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like, did it, it feel I, like it was, closure or no closure? Um, there was a there was closure, but it was it was really really it went way different than I mean it was it was not part of it was not part of what the main what the main um, story was about okay. her you know and I don't want to be the you know the giving away yeah, the okay. story but the communist part yeah. it was way different it, the 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 very end it, the very last last 5 minutes is is it, it it takes a really big turn okay wow all right but you and, liked it, it but i really liked it and and it was 
and and it was just like wow and and it was um like I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Dang. All right, good. All right, well that's good. That's what we yeah, needed to know. It just feels like those two movies, Don't Look Up and Be in the Ricardos, people are like just split on that one. Well, we'll see who else we're going to talk to. Who else is our movie critic? Vicky is on the line right now. Vicky. Hi. Hi, Victoria. Well, hi. My name is just Vicky, but oh, hi. Okay. I <laughs> love your show. Well, Vicky, welcome to the program. What movie did you watch? I watched Being the Ricardos too. Okay. And I absolutely loved it. You did. Really enjoyed it. I couldn't believe how innovative they were. Yeah. For uh, someone of an ethnic background to get a leading role. Yeah. Um, All the positions and all the things he did. He was very innovative with the cameras and things like that. Also showing um, a pregnancy Mm -hmm. on television, which was totally tabooed back then. Right. So they were way ahead of their time. Um, But also it showed uh, the love-hate relationship and the sadness. Mm -hmm. Um, The the only thing, my husband watched it, and he had trouble following it, Mm -hmm. only because they they presented it as they were taping a show. Okay. And then, like, um, and you probably know this, but uh, first you do a first read-through, and then you block with the televisions and the cameras. Yeah. And then you do a rehearsal, and then you actually go live. And then in between all that, they were telling the whole backstory. The whole story, okay. So he had trouble following it. Yeah, I didn't so have any trouble. A unique storytelling, which is very Aaron Sorkin, too. Yeah, so that's what it is about it that I think maybe... Some people struggle with okay. the unique storytelling. Okay, but well, cool. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Nice to talk and to you, Vicki. Happy New Year. Um, All right, are we talking to one more person? Yeah, we can talk to uh, Chris. Chris is our last caller here. Chris, we're so happy that people are listening today. Well, hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good? We're good. We're really good. good. We we didn't see all the movies we wanted to see this weekend, so we need some help. We're, what are you going to tell us about? Well, I saw the Ricardos also, but unfortunately, I'm going to go the other direction. I was very disappointed. Why? Well, you know, it was it was basically, I thought, documentary style. Mm. Um, you know, and for all the hype it's had over the past year or so, you know, coming out and, and Nicole Kidman and blah, 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 yeah. and, you know, I, I thought she did a good job. You know, she did a good job portraying Lucy, but um, I was disappointed. I really was. Um, uh, I just, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be documentary style in the first place, um, and I think the, you know, the actors did a good job, but... Um, I was expecting more. I was expecting more of a storyline. Um, and I just, I guess I was disappointed. I just, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know it what, Chris? Wasn't... To take off your disappointment when you get off the phone and you have a chance, please take a look at Jared Leto on his 50th birthday eating birthday cake and his chest is all oiled up. <laughs> that will not be a disappointing photo for oh, you to look at. It's such a right, worthwhile right. That, thirst yeah, trap. That part, you're right. True. Yeah. 
It's it's so good. So that'll just that's just a little balm on your Lucille ball. Chris, his fiftieth birthday, and it's like the best thirst trap I've ever oh, yeah, seen. It's so good. <laughs> You're anyway, welcome. Chris, thank you. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to you guys. Love okay. Show. Okay, right. thank you. And then I just got a note from my friend Bab. She watched the movie and she loved it. So we're just going to have to see it on our own. I know. Own. It's funny because I was, after we talked to Vicky, I was like, all right, I'm in. And then Chris, I was like, yeah, I yep. can see where you're coming from. I, where it, it's something now it's worth watching. That now alone. We're just going to have to check it out for Now ourselves. we're going to have to do our own job. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going with the Matrix. I didn't, Fine. I didn't go with that the Don't. first time. I'm not going to look at, it. I want to watch Don't Look Up though. So I'll take yes. care of that this You'll week. You'll take care of that. Okay. Listen, we come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey! Hi! Good afternoon to you in this Monday of the in between week. Yes, <laughs> the in between. We are in the in between. That is the week between Christmas and New Year's. You know, we're just hanging fast and loose. I'm happy to be here. Love it. Yes. Now, could Kylie have had her baby? I know, right? Oh my goodness. Well, Travis Barker has Kardashian fans asking a lot of questions after he posted a photo with a baby bottle filled with milk in the corner during the How the Grinch Stole Christmas movie night late last night. <sighs> yeah, that's 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 dropping some sort of accidental hint, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Can they play it off as like some sort of weird bottle kink? I mean, I mean, Travis Barker already liked to play telephone with Kourtney Kardashian's foot barnacles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See it last week. Well, she, I mean, Kylie, did she just like, I mean, she hasn't really posted anything, I think, no. since Astroworld. And then maybe on New Year's or Christmas Day, the family got the go ahead. And then the family, they didn't have her in the family pick. For yeah. Christmas. That was a big old what? What? Yeah. So, you know, very well could be the case. I haven't done the maternity math concerning yeah, Kylie right. Jenner. Yeah. So there's no math no, in the in-between no. week. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, well, speaking of Kardashian Jenner news, Kanye West has purchased a home across the street from Kim Kardashian to have the kids over as much as possible. Yeah, I wonder about that. (laughs) Well, the story over at People is that Kanye bought a house for $4.5 million and he wants to tear it down. Now, the source says that the new compound will be family friendly and he wants to be able to have the kids over as much as possible. In theory. In theory. It's great. But it's a little soon to be like, I'll move across the street to make this work better. Like, give it a year. Give it some time. Yeah. Now, I like that the source tells people, well, his new house is a teardown and he only bought it for the location, meaning that it's ugly and nobody wants to look at it. The couple that that built it in 1955 have been the only people who owned it. Yeah. It's their dream home, and he's just calling it a garbage heap. It's not Uh, a big deal. Right? And he's going to build another Kanye West-inspired real estate masterpiece, I'm sure, and it's probably groaning inside. Uh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, 
Yeah. Hey, you guys were talking about uh, Jared Leto's 50th birthday. Oh, please. Thank you for posting <laughs> oh, that. Thank you, Holly. The gift that keeps giving. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Now, go help Jared Leto celebrate his 50th birthday by going to the Lori and Julia show links page at mytalk1071.com. He's posing shirtless and looking beautiful. Looking. I really love the oil and that he's eating like a rainbow cake, but his mouth is kind of bloody. And- Ugh. You know, he really is hot. Why are we so into this? I'm so into this photo. (laughs) I'm into a shirtless, oiled up photo of a man. I I really am. Even even though he is Julia's size. He might be 5'4". Yeah. He's so... He's kind of a little guy. Compact. But isn't that what a lot of Hollywood hot men are like? They're little compact. Yeah, they are. But, But we were so dazzled by him. We were like, so what? Everybody's tall in the sack. (laughs) <laughs> also, like, the cake's enough for me, too. Yeah, like, know, the I... cake looks so good. Oh. Just some refined sugar and carbohydrates yeah. as Brittany feeling mm. some sort of way. Well, I bring up Jared Leto in his thirst trap because we have a series of holiday thirst traps, one including Robert Pattinson. He's shirtless in the new trailer for The Batman. Oh. Now, I'm going to put this up on the show links page tomorrow okay. so you guys will be able to watch it, but it's Robert Pattinson as Batman and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. The trailer for that, the extended trailer that I saw when I saw West Side Story, it looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, totally here for it. So this is a new trailer which uh, features their relationship that would be Batman and Catwoman uh, extensively. And really, actually, genuinely excited for this movie. Yeah, Yeah, I think it looks good. And I like the dark DC world. I think there's something to that. I think... They 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 have a fun aspect to it. Oh yeah yeah, DC comp when done right. Yes, correct. And you give it the darkness that it deserves. The DC comic universe is fabulous. Yeah, when I saw this trailer yesterday, yes, yesterday, I thought to myself, I think I'm scared of Batman. <laughs> Like, I'm scared of him. He's scary in this. Well, think of the concept of Batman and be like, yeah, actually, if I did run into Batman (laughs) on the street, I would be scared. He's still (laughs) screaming about his parents dying. He's walking around with a vengeance in that suit. Yeah, he's scary. You're like, honey, I can get you a therapy app. Let's work through that, okay? (laughs) Now, uh, the Batman is going to be out in theaters on March 4th. And I bring you another thirst trap. And this one I don't think is going to be as enticing as Jared Leto and Robert Pattinson with their shirts off. I bring you Jeff Bezos without his shirt on. Yeah, that's a different song, that's for sure. (laughs) Why? You know, Lauren, you know, the woman that he's with, she knows the paparazzi is there and she is posing in every one of the photos. She's got a leg tilted. Mm-hmm. She Oh, she bugs me. I don't know why. Maybe because she's the most successful gold digger ever. I don't know why she bugs me. I mean, really, truly, Lori, you're right. The, the, she is one of the most successful gold diggers ever. Now, she is a, a talented person in her own right, a helicopter pilot. But these pictures are so thirsty and it, it just... Jeff Bezos... In his supervillain transformation. Yeah, really. Really. It's just like you, they want to be po- the popular kids. They do. At the Hollywood high school dance. It's so sad. Yeah. It's kind of pathetic because here they have all this money. Right, right. It's like Jeff Bezos. We don't need to see your phallically veiny arms on a yacht in St. Bart's. It's no. okay. Yeah. You, you have enough money that you can get away from the paparazzi. And I, I advise 
Highly, that you do that after seeing these photos. Yes. Please. Yes. No, I was looking over at crazydaysandnights.net and NT Lawyer captioning this, like, you know, it's Jeff Bezos trying to have his own little Playboy Mansion things because, well, you know, it's him and a, and a bunch of ladies in the bikinis. Yeah, I know yeah. it. I know it. And, you know, Lauren uh, Sanchez is her first husband, or I guess the her only other husband, father of her kids at Patrick Whitesell. He's like got a really interesting Hollywood career, you know, started like he broke a few people's careers and took them on. And he's an kind of an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. By all means. And so there they are. Yeah. They're just so thirsty. It's just kind of obnoxious. I know. Please, someone get them some electrolytes stat. (laughs) Please, please, please. Uh, it's The salt is just pouring from uh, their their skin. Mm-hmm. Yes, all right. So there they are, enjoying their vacation. And uh, let's see, finally, Chris Noth is looking for Lauren on a bench in New York City doing oh, a paparazzi stroll. Oh, dear. Yeah, uh, the Daily Mail reported that Chris Noth is seen alone in New York City the day after Christmas, despite saying he hoped to spend it with his wife. So I think she's in right. She's in the Hollywood home and he's in New York and she's like, I'm going to figure this out. Let me talk to Georgina Chapman. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tara Wilson is out in Sherman Oaks. Chris Noth in New York City. Mm -hmm. And he's on the phone strategically showing his wedding ring while she took hers off. Mm -hmm. That's just sad. (laughs) Awkward. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, Thanks, thanks, Holly. Holly. See you later. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, It is time for Sex Monday, and we're going to review the Sex Monday Word of the Year. Can't wait for that. Until then, let's take a look at your MyTalk traffic. Now, it is the last Monday of the year, which means it's the last one of these of 2021. Now, you were here this wonderful day that we talked about this. Did I get hit in the head recently? I can't remember (laughs) the sex word of of the the year. year. Well, the Dutch loved it so much. They picked this as their word of the year in 2008, but I only discovered it this year courtesy of Playboy, which they do a (laughs) sex word of the week. Yeah. And this was their sex word of the week in 2021, but we didn't get around, like February of 2021, I didn't get around to sharing it with you till just a few months ago. And it is, um, let me see. It's it's time. The translation of this word means swing and tail. If that's bringing back any memory, swing and tail. Mm-hmm. You said you got hit in the head with something earlier too. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> as long as all parties are into it, there's yeah. no there's uh, no wrong way to get this on, if you will. Um, swing and and the tail. Dutch the Dutch. Are you sure the, I was here for I, it? Well, maybe you were. I believe she was. I think that you were. And also, the Dutch in 2008, the reason why this came up is because a Dutch student was suspended after performing a video of him doing this to the Taj Mahal, to like the side of the building. Okay. 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 That's all right. Give it to me. What's the word? Swaffling. 
Swaffling, I would like to go on my grave to say I've never heard the word swaffling in you my life. You weren't here. Thank you. Okay, maybe it was Julia. It is the act of hitting one's <gasps> exposed, semi soft, semi hard. Because it, well, it would have to be it have against to be... a hard object. So. <laughs> Swaffling. Okay, so blood vessels. No, no. No, no, no. I know, no. No, I'm no. Just... Don't. I'm not going to let you get all sciency on me uh, when it comes to Sex Monday. We are here to enjoy the word swaffling. I love that you just cut me up completely. You're right. How? Why, why would I ruin this beautiful That's term? Right. That's right. You're right. It's 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 the holiday season. That's right. You swaffle away. Um, this is awful. Well, if everyone's into it, there's no wrong way to get your swaffling on. Well. Brittany. Does the Taj Mahal consent? Well, it can be a romantic expression during foreplay, or it can be a form of, like, uh, if a, a guy is a humiliatrix, yeah. he could be doing this. I've definitely, um, how do I say this? <laughs> now, Here New Yorkers, my, my, my girlfriend, who, when I talked about this swaffling, whenever I talked about it with it was Julia, my girlfriend who lives in New York, she goes, Swaffling, she says, well, that's also when people on the subway, it's too crowded and the guy leans in and his crotch is right in your face. We mm. call that swaffling. Yeah. That's I'm a, getting swaffled over here. That's a form of swaffling that is really awful. I will say this. I won't go into detail. Yes. Well, my current partner has swaffled me. That's well, all I'm going to say. Yeah. No, you have to. It can be fun. I mean, and he's definitely a fit of laughter with it. Not like, <laughs> let's right. do this. It's very funny because it's everything like every has to be, be soft enough to create a swinging motion yeah. when one rotates their hips. I was just going to give a public service announcement before I got yelled at. That yeah. It is true. You don't want to have hard contact once blood vessels are full. So I would recommend. It must. The only it, swaffling can only be done Semi. Yes. And that semi is even semi swaffle. Yeah, yeah. You, I would even lean towards completely deflated if yeah. possible. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I know that you it's got, not the bat's not gonna be as long. Thank you. That's it's right. gonna be, it's gonna be harder to get the doorway or yes. the cupboard. Yes, I understand Only that. Only the gifted can work with a deflated that's yes. right. swaffle. Yes. Swaffle noodle. <laughs> Yes. I can't believe this is a 2021 word. Well, it's just because I only learned about it this, this year. year. I yeah. mean, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So are we going to get swaffles for life tattoos? Swaffling, it's a tab in Pornhub. I I don't want to ever open that don't. tab. Don't. <laughs> don't. But you know what? I've there are times warned. when I'm mad at men where I maybe I do want to watch, but I want to watch... No. Uh, Maybe no, no, no. no this no. is more you know pleasurable than than it is. Uh, Sometimes hurtful. you can't unsee things. That's this is true. what I appreciated <laughs> about Billie Eilish talking to Howard Stern so honestly about yeah. porn and how it like yeah. she started watching at eleven. I'm like, okay, parents, this is I know this is your thing that you can listen to. Like that she, it was such dark imagery I know. That, that it is not what sex is, but yet for a lot of kids, that is what they're first seeing. Yeah, because that they have access to that. They have access to it. And I thought Billie Eilish gave the most important sex ed talk of the year with that interview. I think you're a thousand percent yeah. right. And the expectations you're going to put on yourself or your partner, because it's so she's, wild. She's only 19, so she's really and truly speaking for a generation of kids where she didn't get an opportunity to discover anything through school or magazine because, you know, she had access to a computer. Yeah. And, I mean, just think about how, like... Well, that was us as kids. I mean, we when the Internet first came out, there wasn't, like, 
parent lock. I yeah, mean, there it was, was no boundaries no, at all. No, and it was like the things you saw. You're like, oh, I'm like, it's very different than somebody looking up something in our body ourselves, which was a book that came out in the late seventies, yeah. or looking up penis in a dictionary, or and that, you know, yeah. there's not <laughs> nothing graphic. The, yeah. There was nothing really. We had a sex book at our house. My stepdad was is a was a chiropractor, and so there was a lot of like natural is the best way to be. But I remember. Like my mom, like, you know, being like this book, let's look at it, whatever. And I remember being like, why do they have full bushes? And that's how already my messed up my from mind was because, because from nobody porn, has hair in porn. Because you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's such such a funny like that's what you should first see because that's natural. That's fine. That's that's what your yeah. body looks like if you're not, you know, getting every hair removed. Yeah. But I had yeah. already had a you know, a skewed perspective. Oh exactly. I had a friend who had a very skewed perspective and his first sexual experience. He pulled out some stuff that he had seen in videos. Yeah. Oh, it God. didn't last very long. No. Let's just say she was very, yeah. very upset because he was skewed from watching porn. Totally. And right. had no idea that that's not how you treat women when you're having sex. But, with but them. I mean, like, the this, is how, this yeah. is how it is skewing. So I do give Billie Eilish the sex yeah. education, like the, the most real uh, words we've had out of, you know, somebody who's famous mm-hmm. and speaking. The truth. Yeah. Because remember, she's only 19. So it was just eight years ago that she was 11. Wow. So she can really remember yeah. it. And she talked at length about how screwed up that gave her in her mind about Absolutely. what sex was and what boundaries were. And just she thought that that's how everybody was having sex. And, and porn really is made for the most male of it gaze. now. Male gaze. Absolutely. Yeah. And so 100%. male dominating, male, you know, women, whatever. So like a lot of that online too is like, if you walked away thinking any elements of that was real would be like, that's terrible. Right. <laughs> that's what happened to my friend. Yeah. And he told us and we were blown away. Like you really did that. Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it's good. And then I will just, because it is the end of the year, I'm going to re, uh, remember someone who was very influential in uh, the world of sex education. We probably don't know this woman's name. Her name is Shirley Zussman. She passed away at the age of 107. And she was a sex therapist who was trained by William H. Masters and Virginia E. Johnson, the researchers who demystified the mechanics of sex. And she continued seeing patients until she was 105, and she just died three weeks ago in her home in Manhattan. 105, and she's still seeing patients. Yes. Wow, good for her. I know. She was, she and her husband, she was a a psychiatric social worker and a psychotherapist, and her husband was a gynecologist and an obstetrician, and they were invited to a lecture given by Masters and Johnson, who were unknown at the time. And they began helping people improve their sex lives, and they did all kinds of, like, it, you know, amazing things because it's if any of you watched um, Masters of Sex, yeah, I've seen on some. Showtime, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not glamorous and wonderful studying sexuality oh, and yeah. bringing people up to anything, but uh, things. But uh, Shirley and her husband were just was a pioneer in sex therapy and an excellent role model. Dr. Ruth Westheimer remembered her. In um, an obituary, and she took a cat uh, class from 
Shirley, when she was studying sexuality at Columbia University, she taught Dr. Ruth. Oh, my God. Another life well lived. Yeah, she was just a trailblazer, and it gave a legitimacy, she and her husband, under them to sex therapy. You know, so she was just like an amazing... She's amazing. ...a woman, yeah. So, um, Shirley Zussman. Tip of the old hat. Tip of the old hat. We're tipping our hat or we're banging our Swaffenfell. <laughs> there you go. All right, listen. We'll we'll be right back. All right, we did it. We got through this Monday, December 27th. We're going to be have a little bit more pep in our step tomorrow, don't you yeah. think? Maybe. I think we will. I want so. their expectations to be really low. We'll see, because tomorrow <laughs> will really be Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, because it's a short week. You yeah. know, think of it that way, right? Yes. That's and, a little pep um, in my step. Yeah. You know, we are doing some year-end stuff, uh, Brittany, just so you know. Love it. Okay, here, I'm just going to... You fill in quite a bit here yes. at my talk, so I feel like you can pass just about any pulp culture question I throw to you, but we're, let's just see. I love it. Okay. Um... Let's start with a hard one. Oh, good. I love when we start with hard questions. What Muppet was revealed to be inside a snail costume on The Masked Singer? Was it Miss Piggy, Gonzo, or Kermit? And I say this is a hard one because I have a feeling you do not watch The Masked Singer. First off, you're correct at assessing me. (laughs) It's very judgmental, but true. Yeah, Um, I'm going to say... It's got to be Kermit T. Frog. It is so obvious. Is Kermit more popular than Miss Piggy? I don't. I don't know, but I think that Miss Piggy's voice is so specific. I mean, Kermit the Frogs is too. Yeah. yeah. Now you're. I'm uh, a Gonzo now you're arguing fan. yourself back in the box. I know, but right? Kermit was the right guess. Gonzo's too. Uh, people don't know him as well. No. Okay. Now let's see how well Grant's been paying attention. Okay. Yeah. Take here's a. Uh, here's one for you. Who received their first Grammy Award nomination this year? Was it Jay-Z, ABBA, or Billie Eilish? It can't be Jay-Z because he's got the most. I know this. Um, We talked about ABBA a lot in their horrible new CD, so I can't be them. I'm going to have to go Billie Eilish. It's ABBA. It's ABBA. ABBA. Yeah. With that horrible CD that you Yeah, yes. we were shocked they were oh, on there. I know. That we were is like, a horrible song. What was that? I'm going to find that song. Oh yeah. My. No, Grant, I know it. I was just like, you would, yeah, no, it was because. It was wild. It was wild. So you got that one right, Brittany. Ugh. Grant got that one wrong. Okay, that's that was kind of a trick question, I think. All right, how about this one? I still have faith in you. That was the song. Oh, it's so yeah, bad. I know it. It was it's so... so bad. We were shocked they made it on there. We go, who do they know? It reminds me of. Remember when it was really popular um, to do those big, like raising money concerts, yeah. and it was like, well, that was from the era. You know, this is yeah. from the vault. This is uh, didn't make it on the album. I know. It's way so back bad. in 1976. <laughs> it's no so wonder it bad. didn't. Right. Okay. Here's one. Let's give this to Brittany. I'm pretty sure she can answer this. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, definitely our favorite gossip couple of the year. They rekindled their relationship how many years after their breakup three days before their marriage? Was it 19? Was it 17 years? Or was it 22 years? 22 years. You were were wrong. It was 17. I thought it was over 20. 
17 years. 17 years ago. They broke up in what, 03? Benifer, 10. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, Holly said we're not doing math in the in between. Okay, so no, I math, don't know. no math. No <laughs> math. But yeah, he they they called off the wedding three days before the wedding. Oh, wow. I can't believe it does remind me of in Sex in the City movie that somebody could forgive somebody for calling off a wedding like that. After that much time, I know. Okay, two thousand three. It was. Have they? Has she ever talked about that, like in detail, about the inner workings? She talked about he's the guy that broke her heart. Yeah, she has said that. Wow. You know, he's talked about how she wrecked his career. So that's why when he was yeah, talking we, we, about we, that we. last week, I was getting worried for him. Let's give an answer. You'll know, Brittany. But we'll see how yeah. close um, Grant's paid attention to some of our. Chats that we have here in the afternoon. Taylor Swift's re-release of her 2012 album Red had fans demanding the singer's ex-boyfriend Jake Gyllenhaal return what? Her scarf, her cardigan, or her red lipstick? Her scarf. Yes! I knew that one. We love to see you. Is that because of Dion Warwick's tweet? Exactly. I read those so much that there's no way I was going to forget the scarf because of Dion for sure. We, and make, you, we make you better as a person. Yeah. Just true. say it. Well, but your Dion, influence. Dion really brought the awareness Jeez. to the scarf. Oh, I better give that scarf back. <laughs> okay, how about this one? Now, this is a tricky one for you, Brittany. What show became the most watched comedy in Hulu's history? Was it Pen15? Only Murders in the Building or The White Lotus? Okay, so White Lotus is HBO. Thank you. you Pen15 has been around for a little while, but I could think it might get a resurgence because it was really popular. But I'm going to say Only Murders in the Building. You are correct. That was... That was the uh, big hit on Hulu. That was Steve Martin and Steve... Selena. Yeah, and who was the other? Martin Short. Short, yeah. Mm -hmm. I always get there. Steve Martin and Martin Short. That was a show that Joya said she was going to maybe watch over the break. Well, she has time. She's been texting us that she wants to come in. She might honestly be here one of these days. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) She is so nuts. Can I come to work with you? Relax, I'm doing Julia. your shift. What? <laughs> it's not know. bring your neurotic friend to work day. <laughs> um, okay, Grant, this one is for you. Who is Montero from Little Nas X's number one song, Montero? Is it his lover, the devil, or himself? It's himself. That's it's right. His it's his alter ego, right? It's his real first name. Oh, that's his real first name. That, oh, wow, that would have got go. me. I would have said the devil. Yeah, well, that's the way he dressed in that whole video. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's his real first name. Montero. Really? That's mm-hmm. sexy. I like it. it I is, know, it isn't is it? sexy. Kind of sexy. It was kind of like, I remember my grandma had named her um, Lab El Diablo, and I just thought that was like so, <laughs> like, just racy. Yeah. When I found out it meant the devil, yeah. you know? My... And she my. called him Diablo, and I was just like, oh, we have a, like a Spanish dog in Diablo. When, when I was first dating my husband now, he was like, I was like, oh, yeah, your mom is really into dogs. Like, what is her dog's name? And she said Magnum. And I thought it was the funniest oh, thing ever. The, the condom. The condom. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing yeah. I knew Any of time. it. And like, I couldn't stop laughing. To this day, I'm like, come here, Magnum. You're yeah. so cute. <laughs> All right, we'll go all the way back to the beginning. Whoever of you can say this, I mean, like beginning of the year, we're going okay. all the way back to Biden's inauguration. Someone became a meme for an article. Sanders, Bernie Sanders. And what With was the article? Mittens. mittens. He was there. cold. 
He was sitting there in his mittens. And he was sitting cold. there in his mittens. And <laughs> like a lot of people seem, didn't even know what he, who he was. Doesn't that just there. seem like so long ago Seems and far away? Decades ago. They made a lot of money for charities with that because they yeah. sold like merchandise after yeah. that. Yeah. He raised a lot of money the, with that. You remember too, the lady who made the mittens was this like teacher. There's a whole story behind the mittens. I mean, yeah. it was. What a yeah, story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Prince Philip, who died this year, was he the Prince of Wales, the Prince of York, or the Duke of Edinburgh? This is honestly, Grant should know. <laughs> because he's he around it more. Yeah. I'm going to say Wales, Prince of Wales. What are you going to say, Brittany? I'm going to say C. The the, uh, the Duke of Edinburgh? Yeah. That's correct. That's ah, right. nice job, Brittany. Prince of Wales is Charles. Charles, yes. Just FYI. There we go. See, you're the one. When it comes to the yeah, well, Royals, we, got, we, we rely on you so much. Yeah. We hit it all. Though. You guys do. Your show hits it all. And I, I listen enough, I should know, but. Yeah. You know, we, thank you, little royal send off there. Is it the end of our show? <laughs> it, it is. is. That's yeah. time to go. It oh my is. gosh, back to holiday mode. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you kids tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks Bye. for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.